Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. I have often wondered what sparked my interest in leadership. I have been interested in leadership from my early childhood. I found myself wondering why Nigeria has such potential, yes, from early childhood, and still could not fulfill its potential. As I traveled across Africa and in Europe and America with my parents, I would compare African countries, in my mind, to other countries we visited. And I always wondered why a continent with such potential was just not actualizing its potential. It was interesting that when it was time to choose a course of study, I veered away from medicine, which I had thought I wanted to study since early childhood. And when it was time to go to university, fill the forms at the age of 13, I found that I was drawn to architecture. That seemed to be the only course that could encapsulate my gifts, my talents, my interests, my creativity. I found that I had zero interest in medicine, especially anything to do with bodily fluids and emissions whatsoever. I have compassion on people. I love people. But I can't stand the relentless suffering that doctors are unfortunately, by virtue of their jobs, exposed to day in and day out. I wanted to help mankind, but not in that way, not from the hospitals. I chose architecture and I discovered something about architecture, which we're going to examine today. Good architects must be leaders. Good architects to thrive in architecture must be leaders. The quintessential qualities of a good architect are the qualities of a quintessential leader. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change. We'll be back after these messages. Voice of Change is offered by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowo, and you can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowo. The word architect comes from the Greek word architecton, and it refers to a master builder. A master builder, not a building engineer, as most people in my own country, Nigeria now, consider an architect to be. Most people in my country, and I say this in my work, New Heritage, published by Rizzoli, that most people in Nigeria, even the elite, do not know who an architect is. They confuse an architect with a building engineer. They think the work of an architect is just to put up the building. They overlook the fact that architecture is an art and a science, making architecture the art and the science of building. In fact, because of the process by which candidates are selected to study architecture, a lot of people who are better off studying engineering end up studying architecture in university, sadly. Which means in the country today, we have a slew of people who are more tilted towards engineering 
not the creatives, not those who have a conceptual framework for their design, but those who are actually engineers. It will be three decades of AD consulting my own practice in April 2024. I've been practicing architecture for about 35 years now, making me conversant with the subject that I'm speaking about today. A good architect is a person with talent, but not just talent, but honed skill. Honed skill. The word architecton, the Greek word, actually comes from two words, acho and tekton. Acho achos means from the beginning, and the word tekton describes a highly trained technician. When we compound the word, it forms architecton. An architect who is responsible to begin a project and to lead it to its completion. From the beginning, they envision what needs to be constructed. They assist in selecting a site for construction. They provide an architectural design and plan upon which the work of every single other professional is based. The mechanical and electrical and plumbing engineers, the civil and structural engineers, the quantity surveyors, they all base their plans on the layout of the architect. The architect in the ancient times developed a budget for the entire project and they ensured that the project stayed on budget. They meticulously oversaw all workers on site and they were under the guidance of the architect to build what the architect had envisioned to make sure it was true to plan, it stayed true to vision. Architects then therefore had to be people of accountability and integrity because they always acted on behalf of another and that is the client because they put together huge teams of workers. Architects had to be leaders who understood that it took teamwork to bring a project to reality. The fact that they had to put together huge teams also meant they had to know a little about everything. Right now, as I work with structural engineers, I have to know enough about rebirths, enough about reinforcement, enough to know when something is wrong even when the structural engineer is not around on site. Though I do not, as an architect, I do not hold the liability for the work of another. I must know enough about the work of another. I am not legally responsible. Although in some states, like I hear Lagos State, punitive actions are taken against architects and other professionals for the failure of a building, which never has anything to do with an architect's work. An architect is not responsible for the structural integrity of a building. It is the work of a structural engineer. When a building unfortunately collapsed in Banana Island last year, and I had cause to talk about it on Instagram, permit me to say the level of lack of knowledge and understanding of appointing building professionals was horrifying. As I saw people comment, I realized that a lot of people do not even understand what the responsibilities of an architect are, what the responsibilities of a contingent surveyor are, what the responsibilities of a structural engineer, civil engineer, the MEP engineers are. They don't know. They go around scouting for the cheapest possible people to put together some form of design for them. And then they wonder why these designs do not fulfill their vision. I can only scratch the surface today, but suffice to say, a good architect must work with a team Representing another, the client, just the same way leaders represent other stakeholders. A good architect must be accountable and a person of integrity because you will be disbursing sums and satisfying 
work, which will be paid for by other stakeholders. Integrity and accountability are key. The core values of AD Consulting, my architectural firm, are excellence, passion, integrity, and creativity, which spell fortuitously epic, but really encapsulate and enshrine the key values of our firm, key values that a leader must have, a commitment to excellence, passion for the mission you commit to, integrity because you represent the interests of others, and creative problem-solving, innovation, always pushing the envelope. We'll be continuing next week on Lessons on Leadership from Architecture. Join us at the same time again next week. See them fade about you.